Welcome to Pursuing God Podcast Season 2. And in this season, we are going to dive into a book written by Dallas Willard titled Hearing God. Now, in spiritual formation, it would behoove us if we don't talk about what it's like to hear from God. Does only special people hear from God? Does God speak in certain times? Does he speak all the time? Does he speak to everybody? Does he speak to only a certain type of people? We're going to address all those questions. And if you have any questions at all, we would love for you to email us at hello at northcitychurchmpls.com. We would love to read your questions and comments and actually address them. So we're not only going to read them, but we're also going to address them in the podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, we are super excited that you are joining us. Happy New Year, by the way. I know by the time you guys be watching this or listening to this, it is New Year. We are recording early because child listen, we are not trying to do no work in the holiday. Okay? Okay. So we are here. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm super excited because I have a wonderful co-host. I love this lady moon and back pieces and hole and all the things okay she's the reason why i say all the things because i <laughs> hang with her all the time so madam sharon that's what i call her, but she's actually sharon randall can you please introduce yourself and let the people know who you are where you work what you do how the lord not bless you cover you and anoint you <laughs> i will i can tell you all the things all the things <laughs> i didn't realize i said all the things actually until you started saying it all All the the time time, girl so (laughs) i am sharon rendell i am on staff at mill city church yes and i am the family life director Mm -hmm. that means i take care of all things family from birth through fifth grade all right and i also do some discipling of grown-ups and kids and occasionally i I uh, get to speak and, mm-hmm. and co-host things with Pastor Steph, yes. who's the pastor at Mill City. Mm-hmm. And uh, during COVID times, mm-hmm. it has changed up my schedule a little bit. And I have actually been uh, on some webinars and okay. um, doing some breakouts and doing mm-hmm. some speaking virtually okay. about children's ministry and oh. what that entails and encouraging people that are out there doing that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's what i do and all the things all the things so you are definitely married to a wonderful husband all that too girl listen all right okay and you just celebrate something with yourself because you gotta talk about that i am married to a very he is a knight in shining armor he's very tall dark and handsome yes he is and we have been (laughs) married yesterday which will be yeah, a long time ago <laughs> and, and for this. Yesterday, we have been married and celebrated our 30th wedding Ooh. anniversary. Oh, to God be the glory. Mm. I still yes. love him. Oh. He still loves me. It's all good. I love And you guys like each other. Not only love each other, but you guys actually like each other. Yeah, like, y'all enjoy each other. I just love it when I see both of you. I'm like, oh. Yes. So that. And then we have three emerging adult sons. That I'll say one is already an adult. Yes. But. Well, they're actually all adults. They're all <laughs> over 18. So we have three sons yes. that I love deeply as yes. well. So. They are awesome. And your first one is in Germany. Yes. My oldest lives in Germany. My middle one lives in Texas. Yeah. And my baby is in oh. college in California. Yeah. So they are all over. They're all over. Oh, but they're I love all. it because it gives you t- gives you a reason to travel, though. So that's what I love about mm-hmm. it. Yep. I, I love will it. be traveling eventually. Yes. yes, when mm-hmm. yes, when all this thing, you yes. know, 
op- when the world opens back up. Yes. Um, but yeah, so girl, this will be airing in the new year. Mm-hmm. And wanted to ask, what are you looking forward to? 2021 all right it could be personal it could be vocational it could be both however you want to well interestingly Mm. this last week has been a time of introspection yes for me personally gotcha um a lot of the things that i'm involved with have given me a little bit of homework in that realm okay so i um not only do i coach leaders but i am being coached okay and in my coaching group uh this past week we went through an exercise uh called prayer and discovery and that Hmm. was an extended time of personal prayer and discovery um, and and thinking about the future okay so i did uh several hours of that in this last week and then also uh pastor steph and i uh well, let's see. The Lead Stories podcast mm-hmm. did the Hello Goodbye event. Yes. And then Pastor Steph and I hosted a session with the Mill City Ladies after okay. via Zoom. Okay. So I also did um, the Hello Goodbye introspective time to think about what I want to say goodbye to and what I'm saying hello to. Okay. In 2021 okay so i have spent a lot of time on that in the last week more than average okay just because i have to do my homework i'm just that kind of student yes so i agree yes um so with that the word that is circulating through my mind Mm. and really really a call to me and to jesus for the next year is the word more can you tell us more? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was a little confused by it to start. Like, right. What, what more? more? Right, I, right. I, um, I have a lot of uh, conflict personally with um, self-promotion and, and famous Christians that are trying to be more famous. Okay. Um, so I'm like, Jesus, no. Mm-mm. I'm not for more in that way. Right. No self-promotion, none of that. Right. But um, upon hearing from God, which is what we're talking about. Yes. Um, The word means more of Jesus. Okay. More of his presence. Okay. More of Jesus, more um, personal time Mm. with God. I want more, more of that (laughs) in my life and more, just more. So that's it. That's my word. Thank you. I love love to share that because putting it out that way oh absolutely it verbally it's like oh I've, I've written that down now in it's, the in the ethos oh there's something about verbalizing what you heard God say that it's more like okay now I have to be accountable to this now mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. um and now I have to pay attention and stay alert yes to what this now means what as I right yes. as I live it. that girl that is so good that is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, for 2021, like you, I did the Hello Goodbye yes, you did. Um, event. And sadly, didn't do the Zoom thing because I was like, where's the link? Do I have the link? Do we're not doing it anymore. So I was just like, well, I don't know. But, <laughs> but like you, I got my journal. Like I said, I got my journal and I was doing all the things. Yes. Reviewing 2020 after the time I was doing it. And then... Um, and for me, my word that God gave me was favor. 
Okay, tell me more about favor. <laughs> Girl, I'm still asking the Lord. <laughs> yep, it's early days. It is, it er is early days. Girl. I, mm -hmm. So what? For, so for me, I'll tell you my reaction, just like you had your reaction. Like, oh, no, I don't want to be. A... My reaction was this deep. Oh, my God. So that means there's something I have to go through mm. in mm. order for this favor to manifest. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, I hear you. Whew. Nope. Nope. Don't want that. That's, no, thank you. That's. Girl, no, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Have you ever said no thank you, Jesus? I have, but that don't work. <laughs> I've done it too, and it just makes it longer. It makes it... Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It makes it longer. So, honestly, with tears in my eyes, oh. I went to God and said, okay, Lord, please give me the strength, the grace, wisdom to walk in this, mm -hmm. because I know... Girl, sums are coming. <laughs> all right. All right. I just had that feeling like, oh God, what process do I have to go through to walk in this favor? Because I was like, listen, when if I was a baby Christian, I would have been shouting, praising the Lord, like, oh my God, favor, you know, acting a fool. Now I've walked with God a little bit too long now to be like, mm-mm, child, girl, let's let's calm this down. Well, sums coming. Well, here's one thing we do know. Mm -hmm. Having lived through the year 2020, yes. what we think we do know is not necessarily what we know. So That's that may true. be true. That's that true. may be completely true. I agree. But you might not be right. Is that, oh, oh. So true. let's just say true you talk. heard a word from God and you're going to um, just you're going to carry it in your hand and, and see where it goes. That's exactly what no fear. But that was just my initial mm -hmm. reaction. And then I was just like, okay, Lord, just help me walk and let me do so like like you i've said that to you and some folk and <laughs> now releasing it now on the podcast so now it's like okay it's out there now my conviction lines up with it now and now i just have to stay alert and pay attention how god reveals this in my life because okay. i am not even assuming at all what that is mm -hmm. i'm just like okay lord i'm I'm going to submit and see how you play this out in my life. All right. So mm -hmm. that is that is me for 2021, girl. All right. I often have trouble remembering what my word was from the year previous, so don't ask me from oh. 2020 because I didn't look that up and I didn't research it. But I feel like I need to have a T-shirt or a sweatshirt made every year. It's like this is your word the, and, the, and the year, just, just so it's out there. But That's true. Uh, for me, I remember I started doing this two years ago, so I remember – both of them uh the first one was strength and lord jesus that was in 2004 2019 okay oh lord jesus Woo! the journey of that strength <laughs> <sighs> that's a whole come and then for 2020 for me was reveal yeah oh did he not did no revealing mm -hmm. oh he did some he did. revealing he did. <laughs> i got a lot of words though Adobe. i've been in uh a relationship with Pastor Steph for over 10 years. So oh, we've been doing wow. Hello oh, Goodbye wow. together. Okay. Since. Well, this is before you even started working in Mill City then. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. So, all right. So that's our words. Thank that's you very our, much. That's our words. So I'm going to pray to start us off uh, our new uh, for this episode and join us in prayer. Um, Heavenly Father, we are so grateful. Thank you so much for sitting here with us and giving us this opportunity to talk about what is it like to hear from you. 
What is it like for you to speak? And Lord, we are asking you to speak. Sit in this conversation, move, do like literally speak through us, speak in us, give us thoughts, ideas that you want us to verbalize or you want us to express or you want us to explain. We're praying that for those who probably will be watching or listening, that you speak to them as well as they listen to this podcast. So Lord, we want to say thank you in advance. We're already saying thank you because we already know you're going to answer this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So our topic uh, for today is redemption through the word of God. And the question that um, Dallas Word is posing in this um, chapter is how does hearing God lead to character transformation? Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, sir. Yes, let's let's dig into this. So, of, of course, we always start with scripture. And the scripture we're going to start off here is John 3, 16 and 17, which says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn it, but to save the world through him. So talk about how does his word transform it. Like, first of all, his son, as far as scripture says and how john describes jesus is he is the living word mm-hmm. yep yep and yep <laughs> so he sent out his living word mm-hmm. to die for us so that through him we can have eternal life and he did not send out word to condemn the world but he sent this living world a word to save the world so if you look at it Truly like, okay, we're looking at Jesus. He is the living world who came, became flesh. Mm-hmm. And to d- literally demonstrate to us what God the Father is like. Yep. That in itself is amazing. It is. And then I'm going to quote this uh, passage, and, and I mean this quote, and I want to get your thoughts on that. And it's on page 189, which says, Studying the word of God helps us understand what this eternal life is, how we are to take part in it by the graciousness of God, and especially how hearing God is part of it. Mm-hmm. So what stood out to you? Well, in that? just to start. Mm. I must say that you bringing that scripture up and the way you just described it was exactly where I wanted to begin because no matter what, it all starts with Jesus. Amen. And um, the church began as a movement of God Mm -hmm. and it was outward facing. Yes. And it was people saying that God has done something significant among us, that Jesus has been raised from the dead. Amen. And we want everybody to hear about it. Yes. So that's where that scripture starts. But the truth, the true root of it is, and even thinking about how to hear God through scripture, Mm. it doesn't exist Mm. without the root being Jesus and a relationship with him. Amen. so that was my first thought about and, and processing how do I hear from God mm-hmm. through scripture. Mm. And it brought okay. me back to I know that God can speak through speak to anyone, whether they know Jesus or not. Gotcha. They can study the word and Absolutely. they can get to know Jesus Absolutely. by looking at the Bible. Mm-hmm. But hearing from God through the Bible for me personally mm-hmm is rooted in the fact that I met Jesus in such a 
real personal way gotcha that um from that moment on i wanted to hear god's voice and mm-hmm. i was led to the bible mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. um, and we'll get to it later about how i've progressed from looking at the bible one way to looking at it a new way oh yes um, being a lifelong learner is one of the things that i propose and profess to be amen yes amen and yes. amen but for me mm. in my life mm. the thing i want most for the people i love mm. is for them to know jesus right. in this personal way yes um, i want that for the families at mill city church mm-hmm. i want that for the kids at mill city church i want that for my kids i want it for my friends and for right. my neighbors absolutely and that's the root of where it starts and when i was 12 I got the opportunity mm-hmm. to go to a big evangelist meeting. Okay. Um, people can find Jesus in so many different ways. Ooh, it's amazing. It's amazing. And mm. this particular evangelist, if I said his name now, you'd be like, ah, no. <laughs> but you know what? God works you, through him. Amen. And my life has changed. Amen. And it doesn't have anything to do with the person right. who was on stage at this right. big auditorium. Right. Um, I came from a place of fear mm. and uh, neglect and um, death. Mm. It just had so many things happen to me in my younger years. Gotcha. And here I was, a 12-year-old little kid, mm. and somebody in a, on a stage mm. at one of the, you know, you guys those coliseums they're huge and i'm up there sitting with my family mm-hmm. and um, they say you know if you want to give your heart to jesus mm. come on down to the front and mm. we'll have somebody pray with you mm. and i was 12 years old i was very scared mm. and i didn't know i there was no way i was going to be able to get from nosebleed seats wow all the way down to the right. front of that place right so when they did that prayer mm. and uh the preacher up at the stage prayed that prayer out loud mm-hmm. I didn't even say it out loud I just did it in my uh-huh. head mm. but in that moment mm. there was Jesus oh, like gosh. and it was almost like oh hey hmm. you've kind of been here and I didn't realize it but now wow. I recognize you and he wow. has been right here mm. since that moment and that's what I want wow. for my kids mm-hmm for you, mm-hmm. for every person I come in contact with, is first and yes. foremost that personal, Oof. personal interaction. Mm. And then, because we know him, mm-hmm. then we want to know more. more. Yes. And we go to the word because God has given us the Bible as a something to be able to learn more about him. Who yes. He, who he was. Yes. Who he is. He is. And how, who he is to come. Oh, amen. So, um, having that tool is mm. just a gift mm. um, but the first and foremost, foremost. gift is the living word co- made flesh made flesh jesus amen so there you go all right that's i love I it say. that's what i have to say about that oh uh, i love it <laughs> i absolutely love it so i'm gonna go into the next quote uh, which is on 190 for those of you that are reading this book um, and following us. It says, only by showing how to live can we teach how to live. It is by the kind of life that is in us that makes us examples of God's indwelling that we reveal the foundation for communica- uh, for communication God's communication God 
communication. Okay, communicating God's redeeming word and spirit to an ever larger circle of human beings. Mm -hmm. And so like, just like you were saying, like, first of all, <laughs> for us to even teach this thing, we have to live it. Yes. That, that you cannot teach something you don't live, you don't know. You, you, there's no credibility. There's no authority. Right. But when you actually have lived this thing, walked this thing, then you were able to teach. Because then when you teach, you're teaching out of humility, not out of pride. Yes. You know, because mm. you, you're not seeing, you like, and understanding. So from humility and also understanding. Like, oh, okay, I see why you did this. So I did the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's this humility that comes when you're teaching, if you're living it. Yes. But if you're not living it, child, you come in judgmental, prideful, mm -hmm. arrogant. Mm -hmm. And then it makes it hard for people to hear you. That's true. <laughs> and for him to say that that's literally the foundation of living this indwelling, having this indwelling communication with God, with his word and spirit. And mm -hmm. I love how he used both of them. Yep. Because I think that a lot, there's a lot of people out here using word but have no Holy Ghost. Yep. They just read it and like, oh, well, the Bible is like, fam, okay. First of all, you need the Holy Spirit to teach yep. you how to read this word. This is a spiritual, yes, it's a physical, but it's a spiritual, living, breathing word of God. And you need the Holy Spirit to teach you and help you read his word. Because when you come into his word, you're coming with your brokenness. Mm -hmm. You're com coming with your issues. You're coming with your bondages. You come, you know what I mean? Like you, you are not coming in pure at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. So you can't, you know, act like, oh, well, no, 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 no. What, what you and the Holy, what has the Holy Spirit done in you? How has the Bible read you? I don't want to hear how you read the Bible. I want to know how the Bible has read you. Okay. All right. Yep. Okay. Reading the word of God and allowing the Holy Spirit to interpret it to us hmm. is a super important piece. Just like you said, how have I seen that reflected in my own personal life? Hmm. I feel in my personal experience that when I take the time to pause my day at some point mm. to say, let me hear from God. And what's the best way to do that? Well, I'll turn on worship music. Mm. I'll be still. Mm. I will open the Bible and I will read it and ask God to show me his heart and, and what he wants for me to know about him mm. today. Gotcha. It's like a plumb line. So a plumb line, that's a word. That's an old-fashioned word. But it's like a way of leveling and straightening the road. Okay. So say if if you're a crafter and you were crafting with some scissors. Gotcha. Um, which I've done recently. That's Ooh. very not me. But uh, <laughs> recently I was doing some crafts for Christmas. Okay. And as I'm cutting the, the paper, um, I have a tendency to kind of go off the straight line. Yes. Sure. And I need something to straighten me back out and keep me going right in line. And mm. that is what the Bible does for me Amen. in my life. It helps me to realign myself, mm -hmm. check it, mm -hmm. and I come out a better person if I take a minute to pause. Amen. It's not what I learned being a young woman in the 80s. <laughs> Um, in the 90s, there was a lot of um, kind of faith by works, mm. a little bit of condemnation. There was yes. a song that mm. was, I miss my time with you. And that was God singing to you. 
those really? moments we shared, it was very guilty. Guilty, mm. guilty, guilty. <laughs> Some of y'all that are my age, if you want to go back, oh you can look up that song. Really? Which was fun. Huh. It's a motivational song saying, you know, every day God gets up and sits in this chair. Mm. And he waits for you to join him in this other chair. And you walk past that chair every day. Mm. And God's saying, I miss my time with you. Okay. It was. It did havoc. I'm just saying that wreaked wow. havoc on my ability to not Ooh. live a life of condemnation and works. So don't go there. We've got the. We, so the, our good Christian girls of the '90s mm. said we had to have a very particular quiet time. When you woke mm. up in the morning, gotcha. your feet hit the floor mm. and your Bible hit your hands. Okay. And if you didn't do that, you weren't as good Notice a Christian right. as Erica down the street right. who's doing it. Right, right, um, right, right. And I, right. everybody, what I have learned oh, is that everybody has their own way and, and God ma'am. speaks to every person in their own, own way. way. So it might be to you. Yes. You roll out of bed and, and that's your, your thing. Bible is in your hand. Right. And you cannot have a day without that. Absolutely. But it might not be. You might be like me. Right. Or I roll out of bed and I walk to the coffee, coffee maker. maker. <laughs> and Jesus loves me more when I've had a little caffeine. Amen and amen. And I can hear <laughs> better. the voice of God right. better. When and I it's have not God. immediately yeah. that's that right. I get to it. That's but right. I do know that especially when I feel myself getting a little bit off track. Yes. I'll get a little bit of, oh, I need a moment. Mm -hmm. And I could just take a moment. And I have a tendency to be a person of habit Mm -hmm. and create a space. Gotcha. And um, I used to have a space that I talked about for years when I was doing stuff with Steph Mm -hmm. um, in my closet, my literal closet. Okay. Okay. Not anymore. Gotcha. I have a new space. Gotcha. A new COVID space. All right. Which is uh, by my bed. I open the blinds. I can see out the windows. I can see all the neighbors in the neighborhood. Right. right. And I have a put a blanket on the floor. Mm-hmm. You've probably noticed that because I have Marcoed you from that spot many yes. a time. Yes, you have. <laughs> <laughs> we do Marco Polo back and forth yes. a little bit. Yeah. So that is, I might just take a pause and mm. just, just, Sitting on that blanket and looking out that window mm. is my is is a signal to my body. Hey, you're going into a different spot now. It's gotcha. time for you to open your Bible, you're right? And um, to spend some time. time with God. That's right. I love that you said that because for those who will be listening or watching, um, there's a process, a growing process that happens with you as you are developing your spiritual walk with God. Mm -hmm. Our God is so creative. Yes. So diverse. Mm -hmm. Like you cannot put him in this one little box and this is how you get up. You don't put him in this formula. No, there's no formula. No, 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 no. When he says I meet you where you are, he means that. And also he is not coming into your life to make you something he didn't even create you to be. Exactly. Like he, like if sitting still and it's not your, like yep. God is not going to then force you to be like, okay, you have to do, no, no, no. He is very flexible yes. more than us. We human. And he made you that way. He made he you, made you to be somebody that speaks to him best while you run. There he you go. He made you somebody that exactly. speaks to him best in the bathtub or shower. Shower. Yes. yes. Or 
nursing your baby or whatever it is. He don't care. He just wants you to speak to him. He don't care where you're speaking to him from. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, as far as you were speaking to him. So for me, I was, so when I was starting off, I was the one that as soon as I wake up, I get my journal, get my Bible. Mm -hmm. That's how it started for me. Why? Because I needed foundation. Yep. I need it because my foundation was a mess. Just like my perspective of God was horrible. And I went to God and I said, Lord, just like in a marriage or any relationship, I don't want someone coming into the relationship assuming they know who I am. Okay. All right. I am coming to you in our relationship and I refuse to assume that I know who you are. Okay. I want you to teach me who you are. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm taking all this stuff I learned, heard, assumed. I'm putting that all in the trash. That's great. You teach me who you are. What do you like? What you don't like? Mm-hmm. What brings a smile in your face? What makes you sad? That's a really good place to start. Girl. I would like to take that and spread the word to oh. all the people out there. Because we've kind of messed it up a little bit and said, this is the formula. This is what you do. Yes. But God doesn't need any of that. No. And for you to come to God and say, just show me who you are. And yes. I'm going to, and, and God help me put that stuff away. Yes. And the stuff that I've learned that's good, bring, bring it, it back. back. Right. That's good. Mm-hmm. But some of the stuff that was a little off, that Listen. doesn't make you any less God. Amen. God is still. Amen. Amazing. Amen. I mean, he is ridiculously amazing, and I trust him. And there's no reason I wouldn't trust him. Right? He has not you, failed me. Have you read in the Bible about what he's like? <laughs> I'm telling you, he has not failed me Mm-mm. at all, not one bit. Nope. Even when I feel like I'm disappointed, he'd be like, "Yeah, boo, but I have something better on the other side." Yes. So you were thinking too small, mm. and I'm like, "Oh, Lord, I don't even know," you know. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me ahead of time? Why didn't you tell me earlier? You know, but no, seriously, I had to do it. So for me was reading scripture, like writing what I, you know, and let him speak to me through scripture. Like, this is who I am. This is what I'm like. This is my character. Mm -hmm. This is not me. You know, this is our perception. Like he was breaking. I mean, when I tell, so that was me for, ooh, about what? 10 years, 10, 11 years. And then all of a sudden there was this shift and it's almost as if God is saying, okay, you're not a toddler anymore. Okay. All right. You're a little bit older now. So you don't need this anymore. We've done all that foundational work. Now this is how we're going to spend time. And now it has shifted. So of course, when that happened, I started freaking out because I'm thinking, what devil, what devil don't want me to read the Bible? Who there? Who there? That's the devil. I need, you know, I need deliverance, you know. It's like, no, no, boo, it's not the devil. Calm down. (laughs) No, now there's this shift where now because he's done all this foundational work in me, and that doesn't mean I don't read the Bible, don't get me wrong. It's just that I don't do it. That's not the first thing I do when I wake up anymore. But now it's more like God is like, okay, now I want you to live all that stuff you've been reading. Mm -hmm. Now I want you to embody all that stuff you've been reading. I want you now to live it out, demonstrate. It's not just sit and write down what you, you know. I get. Now is I want you now to walk in it. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, so now my journal shifted to processing. Yeah, okay. Lord, this is what you did. So this happened like three years ago. I had to stop processing stuff that he was doing in me, how I was living this out, the mistakes I was making, and thinking, oh Lord, was that you? I thought that was you, but I think that was my. <sighs> 
what I was hoping you would do and I think it was, you know, like, uh, and trying to figure, and I was literally learning what's the voice of God, what is my voice, yep. and what is that other voice. Okay. And I was just like, wow. So I have these three voices going in me. So now I have to feed the one that literally is bringing life to my soul and then able to recognize who is me and then which one's the enemy. Mm-hmm. And recognize the fact that God loves you mm-hmm. and he wants to speak to you. Absolutely. It's not a, you gotta do this, nope. you gotta do that, nope. and only special people, people get to hear from him. Nope. He loves you because he loves you because he loves you. Absolutely. Because he loves you. Period. And somebody you love, you just want to communicate with them. Right. So I know that's what y'all are talking about this whole podcast for this whole season is yeah. hearing from God. Absolutely. And just in the taking the first baby step of mm. saying, I believe mm. that he wants me to hear from him. Absolutely. Is the first step in Oof. that. And accepting that and looking for it. Yes. Sometimes you just have to say, well, I don't know what, what that means mm-hmm. and how God's going to speak to me because he does it in a whole lot of different ways. Just yes. Like you've talked about in this podcast. Absolutely. You got to find out what that sounds like for you. Right. And what that what that feels like for you and how right. you can um, get accustomed to um, being attentive to that. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of other noise that's really easy to cancel out yes. the voice of God in your life. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, absolutely. There you go. And trying to discern. So I was like, okay, Lord, I got to know who, which voice is you, which is me, and which is the enemy. Yeah. I got to figure that out. And then I have to learn my impulse because I'm a feeler. I like okay. to feel things. So it's like, okay, I feel this. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of assuming I know what it means. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? And I have to sit in it, process that. Okay, Lord, is that you saying this or is it like literally? And I still do that. I'm better at it now. But that was three years ago where it's like, okay, I have to learn how to live this words that I've been reading for all these years. Okay, yes. I got to live this thing. Live it. Live I have it to live it. Yes. And so. it's there's a on the far other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. There are those of us who uh, those out there that have experienced God in a really powerful manifestation with yes, tears and, and a lot of goosebumps and a lot of feelings at mm-hmm. camp or at, at a church service. Absolutely. And then when they, it doesn't happen again, again, then they're like, well, I don't hear from God. Right. No. No. Not that. <laughs> it's amazing no. and wonderful for you to have that experience, mm-hmm. but that's not life. Yes. That's not walking with, with him. The, that's true. He is a still... Small, Small voice. voice, absolutely. And that is a very, very apt description. Yes. So, yay and amen mm-hmm. when you get to have a mountaintop. Oof. Yes. I just went right. through this camp experience right. or right. revival or service or whatever. Right. But just take that as a little, looks like having a piece of candy. <laughs> And oh. that's not what we live off of. That's right. That's right. Is, that's a dessert. Yeah, that's a dessert, <laughs> and it's a, it's a special treat. Listen, yes. But in real life, walking every day, Ooh. it's that still, small voice mm-hmm. in that relationship yes. that makes all the difference. You know, you saying that reminds me of Jesus, who his ministry did not start till he was 30. 
Mm. So for 30 years. It's a long time. Every day, stuff. Yep. You know, and he was a you know child of Mary and Joseph, so doing all the chores and whatever. And I, it's just, we're not trying to think about it, it blows my mind. Like, the creator decides to humble himself in the hands of humans that are not perfect mm-hmm. to raise him. Oh, wow. Jesus, Lord. Yeah. 30 my God. years. Girl. 30 years. Oh, like. That, we complain about one <laughs> honking year of 2020. <laughs> okay. Let's be Jesus and oh, have to do that for 30 years. Listen, and I'm trying to imagine his parents saying, and I'm like, does he come back then and say, no, you're wrong? Or does he just say, okay, mm-hmm. you're the parents. I'm going to submit to your decision. And I mean, that's mind blowing to me. It is. And then the, the scriptures where we read is literally the last three years, which is his ministry on earth before, you know, he was crucified. Now he's raised from the dead and sitting in the right hand of the father. Those are just three years. And the stuff we read, it wasn't even something he did every day. Because even John was like, child, if I try to write everything he did, we don't have enough books. Okay. That's right. It does say that. He's like, we don't have enough books. So I'm just picking out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's only three years, y'all. Yeah. It's not the whole 33. Right. That's just three. 30. He's been sitting, submitting, and growing with God and man. Okay. So, yeah, what you just said, yeah. So, like, that's still small voice, everyday thing, living with him, walking with him, and let him do the work in us. Okay, yeah, that's true. Amazing. So, Truth. I, I love I love that you said that. I love it. Um, I want to read this quote uh, that I thought was so interesting. It says, it is through the action of the word of God upon us, throughout us and with us that we come to have the mind of Christ and thus to live fully in the kingdom of God. And like I was saying, like God had to transition me. Like, yeah, you're reading, you you know, he's giving me all this revelation and I'm writing it down. Like, oh my God, that's great. And then God's like, okay, now time to now live it out now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now time to walk in it. When I saw that, you know, she sent me some of these questions ahead of time. <laughs> when I saw that, and um, it reminded me, so when I saw that on page 192, yeah, it reminded me of Psalm 1, 1 and 2. And I'm going to read that okay, to you please. in the NIV, yes. and then I'm going to read it to you in the message. Go for um, it. And, and we'll be able to talk about what that meant. So sure. it says, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit on the seat of mockers. Mm. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Mm. And on his law, he meditates day and night. The law of the Lord is basically the The old-timey word for the word of God, for the Bible. Yep, exactly. Now, in the message... It's Mm. kind of funny, but it's it's in modern-day language. Gotcha. Eugene wrote it this way. Mm -hmm. How well God must like you. You don't hang out in the sin saloon. You don't slink along at Dead End Road. And you don't go to Smart Mouth College. Instead, you thrill in God's word. You chew on scripture day and night. Mm. You're a tree replanted in Eden. Oh, wow. Bearing fresh fruit Mm. every month. Ooh. And that's just like what you were saying. Yeah. It's it's delighting in his word. Mm. So that's the most... That's a, a, a the fancy way to say it. Yes. If yes. we're going to talk in Minnesota 
native, native right it would be you're just you're chewing on scripture day and night gotcha and gotcha it says that quote that you just read says it is through the action of the word of god upon us mm. throughout us and mm. with us that mm. we come to have the mind of christ and thus to live fully, fully. in the kingdom of god amen and the way to do that is to chew on it day and night. Absolutely. So sometimes that mm. means having your Bible. Yes. Sometimes that means listening to a Bible app. Yes. Sometimes that means listening to worship. Yes. Sometimes that there is there are so, so many, many ways. You can listen to oh. podcasts. You can listen to preachers. Yes. Um, Absolutely. And you're just taking it in. Mm -hmm. And And a lot of times I have to see what's the balance in my life. Because I do like me some Netflix during COVID quarantine. <laughs> I just will tell you that. there's a, It knows me. That algorithm knows what I, what I want to watch, watch next. That is so funny. I'm like, oh, it just suggested this click. Oh, I do like, like this it. show. I do. <laughs> How many seasons are there? Oh, okay. So That's funny. there's a balance. Right, right. So it's easy to get sucked into that. I also love to read books. Yes, that's many, you do. many, many, many oh. books I've read mm -hmm. since quarantine, quarantine started. Gotcha. But I need balance. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, how much time am I spending reading mm. books, mm. watching Netflix? Mm -hmm playing board games right those are all good oh, things absolutely. they're all gifts absolutely from jesus to me amen and amen. i need to make sure that there's some balance in my diet yeah. of intake okay so sometimes i need to say oh i've been like eating a lot of ice cream that would be watching <laughs> netflix and I need to maybe have some protein oh, amen so i'm going to go over here and i need to maybe read a book that's going to teach me about God. Amen. Or maybe I need to listen to a podcast that's mm -hmm. going to talk to me about the movement of his spirit. Amen. Or even for me, mm -hmm. having, you know, I'm over 50, and I've been a, a Jesus follower since I was 12. So gotcha. that's a lot of years of reading the Bible. And gotcha. sometimes to me, a good thing for me is to get a new one. Okay. In a new okay. version. Gotcha. So right now I've got the NIV Okay. And the message, message. side okay. by side. Bible's this thick. Yes. I can't take it anywhere with me. <laughs> because that's a Bible you can't put in your purse. <laughs> and the print is teeny tiny. I got to oh, put on my glasses man. to read it. But it did renew my interest. Gotcha. To have yes. a different version to read it. Not mm. only like I did for you just now. Right, right. I read it first in the NIV, which is kind of our American okay. translation that we kind of go to. Gotcha. In the north. That's now right. In the south, it's still. I think it's KJV. It's the New King James or oh, King KJ. James. Gotcha. And, um, gotcha. But even if that were your main right. intake. Right. Go for it. Maybe just try a different way and just read them both. Right. And digest it that way. Take in some new nutrition. Exactly. Um, I agree. For me, it's the New Living Translation that I added right. to my. Because I'm a uh, New King James, James Version person. Oh, and then I went to the New Living Translation. Okay. I was like, oh, I, I like this. Mm -hmm. Just the way, like you said, just the way words are put together. And it gives you another perspective. And like you said, a new joy. Yes. It's to, the same words. Same They're words. They're not taking the Bible no, and making it into no, something No, no, else. no, 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 no. Same it's the thing. It's just translation of the same 
right. original words. words. It's just they're choosing different ways of approaching it, yes. which that's the way God wants it, created us. Come on now, we have four different versions of the gospel, and there's a reason for that, yes. to see it in different points of view. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Uh, listen, Let's do it. And I love it. I love how the approaches they, they take with each each of them with the gospel. They're telling the same story from a different perspective to yes. give us a fuller picture. And God knew what he was doing. Listen, there's no way, child, listen, today, for real today. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, seriously, like for me, I think the reason God wants it that way is because he is too big for just one person, one type of people to even consume him. Okay. It's not possible. Um, but there's just something about that that really made me um, more humble because, okay. you know, again, come from a tradition that, you know, this is how we view God and we think, oh, this is, if you don't believe God the way we believe it, or if you don't believe certain things in scripture the way we believe it, then something must be wrong with you, you know, especially if you're coming from a denomination, then you're over there, you know? Okay. Yeah. But I have now grown to the place where, no, they're not an enemy. They just have a different perspective because our God is too big for one group of people to have all of it, all of him or understand everything about him. It's not possible. That's great. It that's, is not that's, possible. That's a good thing to, to digest. Oh, for sure. So mm-hmm. now I even have changed my perspective of, different um denominations especially even the catholic church because back home oh my gosh it was a whole thing um <laughs> but now it's like no they just have a different perspective and a different approach to to god that is different from mine i can appreciate that and listen and say oh okay i never even thought of i've never thought of it that way i've never even thought of god moving in that way because there's no way you can know all of god it is not possible that is true. It is not possible. And the reason why God has this beautiful thing of having all of us come together is so that when you hear this person's journey, you hear this person's journey here, you see the different aspects of how God works, even though he has the same underlying theme of God is love. Yes. Yeah. Now, if the theme is not God is love, then whatever that person's taught is I don't know where you have to re- you have to go back to God on that because Re-evaluate. I don't hear love in that. Yes. So and I don't believe that is God because God is love. But someone can bring a whole different perspective, a whole different journey, and you can still in that testimony that you can still hear God is love. It's like, okay, that's a different way. But I would like I can accept that because I still hear God in that. Mm-hmm. I can still see the love of God in that. I can see the fingerprint of God in that. Yes. Even though it's not my perspective, even though it's not my journey, but fam, like that is cool that God can work in that way. I don't even think he will work in that way. That is beautiful. What I love about this, honestly, is um, him saying, okay, we are reading the gospel, which is talking about the kingdom of God. And in doing so, allowing his word to come into and go in every aspect. I love how he uses the description, how soap goes into the shirt's fiber. Like, let it go in every part, aspect of your heart, soul, mind, strength. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, when I mean everything, tip the tip of your head to the soles of your feet, like every part of your life, both personal, um, vocational, with your family, with friends, like everything. Like it permeates. And then he says that God's word pushes out something 
and replaces it. So it's not that he's just only washing things and he's replacing it with yes. his spirit. He's replacing it with his fruits, where it's love, joy, peace. There's this a this a replace. It's not just oh, I want to take this out and take that. But then, because if he does that, then you are empty. So there's a passage in scripture I don't have with me right now where Jesus was talking about someone who got delivered, who, you know, everything is clean, clean out the house, everything is oh, yeah. wiped clean, and then the evil spirit that left wandered around a few minutes, was like, you know what, I'm going to go back to the place. Goes back and he finds it empty, that nothing replaced it, and he went and got seven more worse than it. Yeah. It came yep. back to the person. And that is scary. Yeah, that Bible story has always bothered me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit like, oh, that's some hard words. Yes. But it came from Jesus' mouth. Can, can, so yeah. I'm going to believe it. Yes. But it also is kind of awful. Yeah. Listen. So yeah. I, but it's a, it's a strong warning. Yes. To say the redemption of Jesus comes into your life and then you don't just stop there. Yes. You don't say one and done. I got my ticket to heaven. That is so good. I'm going to be having my harp and on the, you know, the cloud. Yeah. Weird things that we put in people's heads about salvation. That's not what it's about. No. It's about knowing Jesus Mm -hmm. makes your life better Mm -hmm. here on earth. Yes. And for eternity. Mm. Eternity is a word that maybe makes people squirm because to think about time unended kind of makes them think of monotony and um, but when you're in the presence of God and once we know him fully yes. yes I believe that we'll be able to take on some parts of of the way he sees and a day is as an hour, as is a year, as is a thousand years to him. Mm-hmm. A thousand years is a day. Right. And eternity is not yes. a scary thing. Right. But the fact that we have diluted the gospel mm. in a way to say, just get your ticket to heaven mm-hmm. and that's all you need. Right. It's left people feeling empty and yes. delusioned. Yes. Dis- and disappointed. Oof. Um, but that's not what Jesus came here to do just to give you a ticket to heaven. Right. He came here to be with you, Amen. to walk with you, Amen. to be your friend forever. Yes. And knowing Jesus mm-hmm. and spending time getting to know him better Mm. and the father and the holy spirit Mm. makes life better yes every minute of the day absolutely i mean jesus said i came so that you can have life and have life more abundantly yes so yeah like you said yeah you hear people like yeah all you gotta do is accept jesus christ as your lord and savior and you know you're in heaven and that's how they end it and that's it and they think oh Save the soul. I've evangelized. Yep, move like, on. We move, move on. on. But it's like, no, fam. Like, there is work to be done. Like, this soul now has been opened up to basically attack. Like, because the enemy is not going to sit back and be like, oh, a uh, soul has been taken out of my camp. So I'm just let you go. No. Like, like Jesus said in that paragraph, like, he will find a way to come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just keep running back to Jesus. Listen. So we yeah. will have our times. Yes. You might Absolutely. come to know Jesus at one point in your life and you might fall away. Yes. Um, 
and life hasn't been that good and yes. your relationship and, and your knowledge of God hasn't been what you thought it would be. Yes. Just keep running back to him Amen. and asking him to fill you back up. Amen. And then um, it makes a difference. Absolutely. It'll change all of that. Absolutely. And it's okay. It's okay to have lost it for a minute. Oh, for sure. And to turn back and to say, hey, I want to try again. Yes. And Lord, I feel like you, I need to be cleaned up again. Yes. But I, and I still see you and you do want to be my friend forever. Let's, let's try again. Absolutely. And like you said, you, your scissors and you just going with that. I got you, which you tend to go off aside. You're not in straight now. So having Jesus, like, like you was just saying with Psalm one, one, like you are like that tree planted in, in water. Like you abide in Jesus. Right. You say, okay, Lord, I thought, but I've ventured away. I am so sorry. Come back and say, Lord, help me to abide in you. Yes. And, and then be you be like a tree. Yeah. Planted and you, by the water. Absolutely. And you abide in me so that I can produce fruit in, in the right season. Yeah. In and season one. Exactly. There. So exactly. love. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, so in conclusion, I love this quote, and I think this really summarized what we are talking about um, in this episode, and you'll find this in page 209, for those of you who are reading this. It says, once the life of Christ has entered into us, there are many things that we may do to increase the extent and depth of our identification and union with him. But the proper use of the written word is most central to our cooperative efforts with God toward a full conformity with Christ. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings about this quote. Let, and go I know for we're it. concluding, so I'm no, just no, no, make no. it short. No, no, no. 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 Give it to me. People Give it don't want to hear too much. Oh, chapel. But I will say this. We're doing good with time. <laughs> <laughs> um, the proper use of the written word is most central in our cooperative efforts with mm -hmm. God towards full conformity with Christ. Christ. Hmm. Um being a lifelong learner and yes. always searching and always asking questions and always digging deeper into the word of God mm -hmm. is something that I want to encourage the kids that I get to minister to mm -hmm. and the people I come in contact with mm -hmm. and to let the whole world know mm -hmm. that it's okay to change your mind. Come on, somebody. It's okay right. to say, I once believed this and I yes. thought it was really right. Okay. But now I've learned a little more mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I've changed my mind on that. Yes. And, um, and to encourage people to continue to dig deep yes. and to know more yes. and to say, it's okay to say I was wrong. Yes. And now I think this is the way, mm -hmm. a better way. Yeah. It, you know, as to the Bible, mm -hmm. I used to understand the Bible in a certain way. It was, okay. a, it was a, you know, we just had a little bit different language mm -hmm. when I was growing up. For sure. And um, it was kind of, uh, it was put forth as a um, guidebook. You just yes. read this. Yes. And do all this. And your life will be wonderful. And your life is wonderful. Oh, if you're yeah. not in, and it was confusing. Mm -hmm. I will tell you that because mm -hmm. you're like, Okay, what part? I don't, it's the word. Just, yeah. Just right. love don't the word. Don't, don't question, question it. it. It's oh, just the word. Yes. But it doesn't make sense. It says over here mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. you know, 
God did this. Right. And God did this command and said, I want you to do this. Right, right. And then you're like, but not Not now. now. Right. Am I allowed to cut my hair? Right. Um, because it says, and then you got the whole thing. It was so confusing. Oh my gosh. Um, the old Testament says this, so that's in the old Testament. So we don't have to do that. Okay. But in the new Testament, we follow everything Everything. in there. I'm like, but you don't, (laughs) I don't think that you're saying that. So it was confusing the way in the eighties and the nineties when I was learning what I was learning and I was processing yes it was confusing but i didn't question it right because you're not allowed to you were not allowed to you know you don't question god you don't question god's word that's yes. what he said but you know? i've learned that i need to keep learning and yes. asking those questions absolutely and um saying this doesn't make sense yes and to even say that to god hey this is weird right this doesn't make sense could yeah you, could you show, show me? me yes um and could you help me not lead people astray amen so that's the way i used to understand the bible and now i understand it in a new way Mm. that is just as powerful Mm. but way less confusing yeah and the fact that in the big words you people that have your masters of divinity (laughs) say it's a meta narrative Okay. In my children's ministry mm-hmm. world, mm-hmm. in my using normal language, yes. we say it's the big God story. Gotcha. The Bible is the Gosh. big God story. Absolutely. And it shows us how Jesus can be seen and whispered through mm. from Genesis through Revelation. Mm. And it's it's a beautiful way to look at it and to say how am I a part of this narrative? Mm. Or if I was talking to the kids that I minister to, how am I a part of the big God story? And Mm. I've said that to them before and they're like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. I'm like, good, say that, question it, because maybe saying it that way doesn't make sense to you, but God is writing the story of your life and you are a part Mm. of what's happening in this meta narrative, in the big God story. and it helps me look at the Bible and what's happening around me. And I say, mm. how is God moving today? Mm. And what is my part in the narrative? Mm. Not, what do I have to do for God? Right. God's doing stuff. Right. right. How do I get to say, hey, God, what are you doing? Mm. And how can I be a part of that, mm. a part of the big God story? Mm-hmm when we finally get a new heaven and a new earth and Jesus comes back. Gotcha. Um, it changes the way I read my Bible. Mm-hmm. It changes the way I see myself. Mm-hmm. And it changes the way I see those around me. Amen. And it leads to character transformation. Amen. Which is what we started talking about. Uh, so that was beautiful. Mike, that was uh, my drop. I can't even, <laughs> uh, there's nothing for me that I can, me not got, me have nothing to add. <laughs> that was amazing. All right. And in that note, can you then close, uh, close us out in prayer? I will. That would be awesome. All right. Yeah. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we just call on each of you, the Father who is in heaven, who is big and mighty and glorious, 
the Son, Jesus, who's our friend and personal and with us. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, who is a guide and a part of our day in and day out. Holy Spirit is here with us. Mm -hmm. We pray to you, all three, three in one, and we say, help us be transformed by your word. Mm -hmm. Help us to hear your voice through the Bible and to hear your voice in other ways. Teach us how to hear that still, small voice. Lord, even now, anybody who's listening, if they would just, when, we, when we're done with this prayer and we say amen, that they would just turn it off and be still for a minute mm. and just whisper the name Jesus and mm. say, I'm here. Mm. Father, I'm here. Holy Spirit, I'm here. Speak mm. to me. Wow. We ask all of these things in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for joining us. This was so good. I this loved it. So it so was, good. It was good to hang out with you today. Oh, I love it. I love it. I know it's gonna be good, but I this exceeds my expectations. So all thank right. you so much for joining in all your insight. That was amazing thank you so much for joining us and i hope you join us for our last episode i'll be doing that with misty um and i hope it'll be a blessing too so i hope this truly has blessed you this has maybe confirmed certain things that you were feeling maybe this has brought up some questions that you're like hmm i'm wondering about this now or maybe god has used this to challenge and reveal something to you that you're like okay wow okay i didn't even think of it this way so i hope it truly has been a blessing to you so have a wonderful week god bless you and by the grace of god we'll see you here next week take care god bless you